Hello and welcome back to another episode of Biff Pell Bam, where we are reviewing each episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So this week is episode two. Uh, again, I can't remember what it was called, and I'm not going to look. For man. It. That's it. I knew it was something to do with Cap, <laughs> um, and I knew it, it was related properly to what we've seen previously. And I was just like, no, it's gone. It's Sunday evening. <laughs> the clocks have changed and my brain is screwed today um so so yet yeah, we're here to review St star spangled man i can't even say it that's probably why <laughs> i couldn't remember it he hasn't got his teeth in no i really haven't um so yet yeah, we're gonna do what we did last time and just go through the episode so does anyone want to give their thoughts I yeah, really um, love this one. yeah likewise i love that that opening sort of segment where we sort of see Walker in, in the locker room and we find out what it means to him at a personal level. That and then, then to I love the way then that they, they ditch the normal theme tune, yeah, for Marvel to sort of feed into that reworked Star Spangled Man. And I thought that was really well done, because uh, that was a bit we seen in the trailer, wasn't it? But yeah. we, we didn't see it with music. Yeah, and I, I wrote a note down that this this episode was pretty much everything that was in the trailer. Yeah, 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 and and pretty much two-thirds of what we thought might be happening with the story last week. Yeah. So it's clearly a super story, a super soldier story. Yeah. Has, has been outlined in it. And and it's now feeding us bits of mystery as to who's pushing the super soldier element and, and where is it's coming from. And uh, I just really love the episode. There's so many great little bits in it. There's some great comedy with uh, with Sam and Bucky, which <laughs> we'll get to in a minute. Um, yeah. I love the emotional depth uh, of a couple of scenes towards the end, um, especially yeah. with uh, the the guy who was basically Black Captain America. Um, yes. But it was the... I, I kind of like the fact of how they brought a sort of parallel between Cap and US Agent in the fact that they both said just before they became Captain America that... I don't just want to be the poster boy for the American government. I want to actually be out there and doing stuff. Mm, yeah. But I, think, I think the only difference is, just remember the, like, basically the bully character from Captain America 1, who, like, Tommy Lee Jones was saying, give the uh, give the serum to him, don't give it to Steve Rogers. Basically, mm. US agent is that character, except he does want to be, yeah, like, out there doing stuff. Whereas I think that dickhead from the 40s, if he'd have got the, the the serum, he'd have been like, oh yeah, I'll just stand in front of a camera, take me photos, stick me on a poster, mm. I'm not bothered. Mm. So my, yeah. my literally my first note was that opening scene is the only scene with John that he doesn't come across as an arrogant dick. Yeah. Because he is. <laughs> oh yeah, he definitely is. Right from the word go, once they put him on that stage, he's like, that's it now. No one can touch me. Yeah. Mm. And I love the fact that he gets the crap kicked out of him later on in the episode. Because <laughs> he fully deserves it at that point. It's like every time he throws that shield, I personally get offended. Well, the fact mm -hmm. that he just lets the shield go. Yeah. Without a care. He's yeah. just like, oh, I'm just going to save my mate. Don't, don't care about the, the symbolism of the shield. But yeah. That can fuck off. <laughs> as long as my mate is all right. 
I did like that scene though, where he throws shows the shield on the road. It's a great sort of delivery to throw it out on the road and catch his mate. Yeah, see, I I wrote down that I thought that scene matched up to Cap, Sam, and Natasha taking on Winter Soldier. Mm. Yeah, yeah, in Winter Soldier, it's it's well, the whole that whole sequence had similar sort of vibes. It's such a really well piece. Yeah, it's very cinematic as well. I thought I'm just yeah tapping to a lot of things. Um, it's, it's what Josh mentioned is quite interesting. I think one of the themes of this episode seems to be, and Paul's touching a bit, is identity and perception of identity, and oh yeah, definitely. who who they as people want to be viewed and how they view themselves. Yeah, um, and we're getting more of that, I think, as well from Sam, and then that ties in, of course, a little bit with Isaiah and that, that the stuff. Oh man, Carl Lumley! How great was Carl Lumley in those scenes? He's great in everything he's in. He was yeah. like he's Supergirl. Yeah, he's. Well, I'm uh, old enough to remember him in Cagney and Lacey, sadly. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and of course, he was in Stargate, which we yeah talked. Me and Tony talked about the other day, weirdly. Yeah, and, and he's just great in those scenes. The, that sort of coiled anger that he's got from the way he was treated, and that revelation he was in prison for 30 years is heartbreaking. Yeah. Well, it, that scene actually ties into something that happened in real life. Uh, the U.S. Army actually uh, tested. Uh, syphilis on black yeah Tuskegee wasn't it I think yeah that's it yeah, yeah. Um, so like I just thought of the way they've sort of spun that in terms of testing it the super soldier serum after Cap has supposedly died yeah yeah and then of course they they follow on the old identity thing straight away after that's the scene out in the street with that bell end policeman oh Joe, just, I, you just oh. want to reach in and punch him yeah I mean the, it, the way it, they it, do it that. made me cringe but not in a way of like Oh my god, this is embarrassing. It's cringes in terms of do you know what this actually goes on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then and you see it within that scene as well. Then when they find out that there's a warrant out on Bucky, how oh, he, yeah. he's missed Mr. Barnes. I'm sorry, Mr. Barnes, we're gonna have to take you in. Yeah. And just even the way he, he's wanted, the way they treat him more like a gentleman, and it's just yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, heartbreaking again oh you want to punch somebody it's a very it's a very topical not only episode but i think yeah. it'll be a very topical show yeah. going that's yeah. literally one of my notes was i feel for sam with how he is looked at yeah, yeah. and it, it's it really is just even from when they when bucky turns up and starts yeah. laying into him yeah for giving up the shield and i'm like you don't get it no. bucky you don't get it yeah, there's a reason why he's done this. Yeah, and now you're seeing that reason. Yeah, yeah. He, he partly doesn't think he's worth it because he's got that feeling that society probably doesn't think he's worth yeah. it. Yeah, you see that within the police station where they're taking photographs with Bell in Captain America. Yeah, yeah. When he's a real Avenger, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I also like the scene in the back of the truck um, when uh, <laughs> when D- Dickhead Cap says. Uh, Oh, it'd be great if I could have Cap's wingman by my side, and I'm like, yes, yeah. Is that all you see him as? Because yeah, like there is so much more to him than that. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a partnership between Cap and uh, Sam, and even Bucky as well. But to just degrade him, he's oh, he's just a wingman. But if if I have him there, I'll feel like Captain America. No, mm. that's not how it works, mate. Also, the, you know when they uh, they start showing the the bad guys, the guy yeah. that in, introduces them into the house. I, literally, yeah. my note is get to the chopper. <laughs> it was like he was doing an Arnie impression. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, come on. You, you can do better than that. Yeah. Yeah, that the whole sequence with the flag smashers have been put up in like safe houses was quite interesting, I thought. Yeah. There oh, yeah. Are, so there are people out there who view them as heroes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a whole thing of like what they're intending to do, you get where they're coming from with it. So you yeah. kind of and this this to me is what makes great villains in any type of film, not just comic book. It's where you sort of sympathize with the villain and the reason behind yeah. which they're doing something. And it's also quite clever because it's kind of Echoing the fact that maybe Thanos was right all along. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, that, that, that's and you think, no, I don't want that. I don't want to agree with Thanos. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing, really, because it's kind of like even though Thanos is dead and the Avengers defeated him, technically he did win because now everyone realizes what he was trying to do, and to do, yeah. a lot of people think, oh, actually, yeah, that's not a bad way to live. Yeah, we we had a better world without all these people here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because because uh, one of one of Carly's issues is, is isn't it that everybody that's came back that were people in positions of power and stuff, yeah, have been restored to where they were, and that's their major beef. And, and you kind of understand where she's coming from because we see that so much in everyday life now. Anyway, that there's oh, so yeah. many idiots running the world. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree with that. The, the other thing that I wanted to pick up that therapy session again. <laughs> what what is with those sessions? Do you know what? My dad's actually started pissing up on that now because we watch it together on a Friday morning. Those two are great comedy together. They are, but it just it feels forced because previously they didn't hate each other. There was just a tension between them over Steve. Yeah. Whereas it, now they it, seem it, to it, absolutely it, detest it, each it, other. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, let's just get over over that quickly. Interesting. That's interesting. <laughs> I'm hoping. For me, that... I, I just revel in in the the, the comedy chops. The now, see, I love I love the stuff on the plane. I think the stuff on the plane's fantastic. Before they jump out, and all mm. of that stuff, I, yeah. that back and forth feels like it's just a tension that they just they they don't quite know how they fit together. But then the, the mm. therapy session just honestly feels like they've been made to hate each other. Interesting. Um, but but there there is some great comic stuff, and the the bit with the with the three threats is just brilliant as well. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> and Buck's revelation that he read the Hobbit when it was published is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I I like the bit in the the warehouse just before they go after the flag smashes where Sam just like appears next to him. He's like, holy shit! How did you get there? <laughs> Yeah, and when did Bucky become so fast? Oh, well, do you know what? My dad said to me, the way Bucky runs in that scene when he's catching up to the thing, it's like watching uh, young Clark Kent in Superman 78. Yeah. When he's on wires and he's quite clearly, his feet aren't even touching the ground. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's they put him on a motorbike last time. So why why all of a sudden can he run at super speed? (laughs) Has he learned that in Wakanda? Yeah. Well, Maybe so it, the it, secret sniff of the of the Black Panther flower. Yeah. yeah, I think this is why I don't have a problem with that shrink session because to me, I don't view that they hate each other anyway. I think they get exasperated with each other, and it just comes out in that scene. And and Bucky is really, really annoyed that Sam isn't Cap, basically. And I think that's yeah. where that's all come from for me. Yeah. I can see, I can kind of see why it's in there, but yeah, I, I can understand the, the thought that the, it's trying to sort of add extra comedy elements by having that scene. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I just I, I wrote down that I need to learn more about the power broker. I'd never yes, heard of him previous yeah. to this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to have to do some research on that. Um, and, and basically, just great to have Daniel Brawl back. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking he, of that, uh, you know, did you see the number of the cell that he's been kept in? No. It's the same cell number that Princess Leia is held in in Star Wars. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, I just had to pick that up. Yeah, there's definitely an unfinished business with Zemo. I don't think yeah. he got a, a fair fair shot at it the previous time. He was still oh, good, yeah. though, in the previous one. Yeah, he was. He was very good, but I, it wasn't Zemo as, we, as we've come to know him. No. I mean, that was the problem, so... So fingers crossed we we get that. I just there was a couple of other little notes that I I just picked up on. I agree with what you said last week, Josh. I don't like the new Captain America logo. No, nope. it looks crap. Nope. Especially when you see it from above on the stage, it looks awful. Um, I also didn't like that they used the same theme for Cap. The Spider Man Mambo. No, later on his his proper theme, the oh, one that they right. play in the yeah, background. There's a, there's a there's I'll a riff on it, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, no, it's not the same cap. Don't use that. He doesn't yeah. deserve it. <laughs> um, and I also noted that Sharon got her first mention as well. Mm. She'll probably yeah. be in the next episode. I'm guessing that's probably why she got the mention. Yeah. I would imagine yeah. we'll probably see her in the next one. Yeah, definitely. Um, once they go, the off, go after Zemo, I would imagine that's probably when we're, we're going to see her. I'm kind of annoyed that they didn't do what I was... Um, Suggesting might have been done where Zemo sort of blips as he's in transfer and then he comes back five years yeah. later and he just like gets dumped on the street by mistake. <laughs> I'm just wondering at this point, if because we know that Zemo, I guess, escapes at some point, we've seen it in the trailers. Do you think they're going to call that episode Finding Zemo? Hey! <laughs> uh... By the drum set, I do a badumps. <laughs> yeah. Uh... The so, other thing I, I wanted to pick up on, I, I noticed you wanted to put more online instead of it. I loved that within the conflict in the episode, we've got apparently, as we said, we've got heroes versus heroes. We've got uh, Walker and his mate on the one side, and we've also got um, Bucky and uh, and Sam. We've also got uh, at one stage villains versus villains, and I'm really curious with that power broker thing to find out who that is. Yeah. And whether, it, I mean, because I've heard talk, some people wonder it might be General Ross. Yeah, see, I, I don't know whether Power Broker will be a person like it is in the comics. Or a group. I think they might go the route that they did with Flag Smasher and make it a group. Yeah. Like so basically the anti Flag Smasher. The text that Carly had was very personal, wasn't it? She said, mm, true. He referred to I. So there's somebody within it. But, but I did like that. Group, yeah. So it sounds like that there's a couple of different agendas going on with that super soldier serum. And I think Walker will feed into that as well. I think he will want a big dose of it come the end of the show or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. He's definitely going to get roided up. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I'm led to believe Battlestar will as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think they both do. From so I think I've there's read. three elements to the super soldier serum. There's, there's those two. There's the flag smashers want it to sort of take control of it, but also whoever's, marketing it or not marketing it, producing it yeah um the power brokers and and that's there's conspiracy in there again i'm really keen to say that's all gonna play out and given we've only got four episodes left to do it is gonna be yeah. a lot to get through. <laughs> and that was the other thing i was gonna know I, 
I didn't think we needed a full episode that was dedicated to John. I no. thought they could have shrunk that down a little bit and given us a little mm. bit more. Well, I, th- I think the, f- the fact of that the they cast Kurt yeah. Russell's son, it was kind of expected that he's not just going to be dickhead Captain America with no backstory. Yeah. Yeah, and that's mm. fine. I, I could have taken some of the backstory, but I felt there was a little bit too much. Like yeah. the extended interview on the stage and and things like that could have been... They could have just given us like they did with the original Captain America of him doing multiple things in like a quick montage. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we had a bit of it with the video in the background, which I thought was really well done when you see him using the shield yeah. and hitting all those targets. So that was a really nice little sequence. Yeah. Well, just going back to what uh, you were saying about it being like many different players on the on the field in terms of like or who's going to get uh, the, the serum or who's going to want it and who's producing it type thing. I just hope, considering we have only got about four episodes left, that the plot doesn't become really convoluted mm. and like complex. Yeah. Because, I mean, we had enough with uh, WandaVision and then it not really coming off that well. Because, Well, to be fair, even though all that was down to what people mm. were saying on the internet, but I just hope that they don't try and cram everything in by the sixth episode. Well, exactly, because I presume we're going to get a bit of a Science of the Lambs feel to part of the next episode with Zemo. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then that I kind of only leaves three episodes three episodes on the outside with him, and it makes you want to, is he going to sort of, is it going to turn out that he's behind some of it, or is he going to go and make himself available to one of the other parties, mm. or is he just going to go off on his own personal revenge thing? And you have to worry when they've come out and said that this is going to set up three movies that are coming. Yeah, which... which Widow is one, presumably. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to assume that that's because she's in it. The new yeah. widow, Florence Pugh, is meant to be in this, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. she is. Rumoured to be, isn't she? Yeah. So you've got to assume that's one of them. What are the other two? It can't be Eternals, because that's not going to fit no. at all, is it? So can't I wonder... be Shang-Chi. No. It can't, it can't be Doctor can't be Strange that, or, Super... or Spider-Man, surely. So you wonder what the hell it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you thought it'd be more like... Well, that's the fact that we've seen some of them already, haven't we? Yeah. And um, Isaiah's, uh, the guy who opens the door... His grandson, isn't house, it? Uh, if that, his godson, it might be. His godson, nephew. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, he's supposed yeah. to be Patriot, the young Avenger. Yeah. Mm. But to be fair, that might play into the... Well, I mean, it might not, but... That could play into the plot of this show because Patriot was known for uh, juicing up, basically did the Roy Harper story from DC. Like Paul says, none of the immediate films other than Black Widow really sort of fit into the tone of this show. As far as we know. Yeah, from what what we know, none of them. They were going to get a vampire in the last episode. Well, (laughs) do you know what? That was the only one I could think of that possibly Blade might be an offshoot of the soldier serum. Well, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, maybe it's a serum thing, perhaps. Yeah. So, and that's apparently well, rumored. Yeah, that's possible. It's rumored that it has got a release date now. They just haven't said that that's what ah. it is. Because apparently, when they redid the release schedule, when they moved all the ones oh. back this year, apparently there was an untitled film on the list. Oh, uh, oh right. And a lot of that people were saying a, they think an it's an setup. Yeah. That would be an interesting way to set it up if, they, if they, they, I know there's a faulty batch or something which shows other properties. Yeah. 
that would be an interesting way to do it, perhaps. But but like you say, other than Black Widow, what are the other two going to be? To me, it would be more make more sense to say set up a, a story thread in say Hawkeye or something. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We'll see. So yeah, my my final note was um, while I preferred the premiere, I thought the premiere was um, was more personal. Uh, yeah. I felt that it was more story and character driven uh, than this episode. The yeah. the action sequences were fantastic in this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and loved them, and and looking forward to the next one and seeing where they go. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. This one did feel a bit more like that. That some of that middle chunk of most of the main movies. Yeah, we get a couple of nice big action set uh, set pieces, but um, I'd agree that yeah, in terms of narrative, welly, the first episode was probably a little bit stronger. Yeah. Um, but I just love the chase sequence in this, and I thought that's <laughs> up there with some of the best stuff that they've done across yeah. the MCU. Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting that it seems to be those two that are always involved. Yeah, <laughs> because obviously the chase scene in Civil War as well was was Bucky related. Yeah, um, and if you're honest, if you if you if you took those characters as real people, they're kind of two of the ones you'd want to hang out with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are so funny and yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah, I I have to say I I love Anthony Mackie. Yeah, whenever you watch his interviews and stuff like that, anybody I don't know whether either of you guys have seen them, but uh, the Hot Wings Challenge. No. Hot no. ones, it's called. Basically, they have like um, hot sauce that goes up in stages until like oh, they're oh, no. awful. And they've had, they've had um, um, <coughs> Scarlet's have been on before, Paul Rudd's yeah. been on before, but Anthony Mackie did it recently and they've been doing them. They've had to do them at home. So the guys <laughs> in the studio that presents it and they're at home. So they've got these bottles of hot sauce on chicken wings. And his one was brilliant. It's it's so fun listening to him. Oh, I'll, have to, I'll have to watch it. So, so yeah, just search yep. for hot ones and it'll come up for you. Um, but just generally, we're two episodes in, and, I, and I'm loving it. And it's just the fact there's only four left is gonna, it's, it's yeah. kind of making me sad already. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that we know we now have to wait. We've got a big gap between the shows and the films now. With um, <laughs> yeah. Black Widow being pushed back until about the same time as Loki now. Yeah. So we're going to get the double bubble with those two coming out around the same time. When is the animated show coming out? The What If show? Uh, end of summer, I believe. So that's... that's we only got that in the middle as a sort of sideways distraction. Yeah. But there's still... Is it three or four films that they've got coming out this year still? That they're Black planning Widow, on? Spider-Man and What's the Third? Eternals is out. At the end of the okay. show. Um, yeah, they're about a month apart, I think, Spider-Man and Eternals. Yeah. yeah, and then Shang-Chi's early next year, I think, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Where they moved it back, so... So, yeah. So, we've got, we're have got we going to have a bit of a wait once this series ends. Um, yeah. But there'll be something to watch, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And then we'll come along. So, right then. Thank you, boys, cool. for joining me again. No problem. No problem. Uh, we'll be back next week with another one of these reviews as we we hit the halfway point. Mm. Um, and hopefully the, the threads will start tying in together and we'll kind of know where we're going with it. Yeah. So, as I said, thank you again and we'll see you next week. Good night. Hey, stay safe, everyone. Cut the check. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast. Oh.